Hi, this is Tom Compton of We Hold These Truths. You're listening to the Unheralded News and Review and Pharisee Watch, brought to you by We Hold These Truths at whtt.org on the web. Each week we look into the events that are, for the most part, ignored or overlooked by the mainstream media. And we analyze these events. Ready, set, let the sparks fly. In today's podcast for Unheralded News and Pharisee Watch, we're going to visit a very interesting poem written by Jonathan Azaziah. And we're very fortunate today to have Jonathan with us. And Jonathan's going to be reading this poem for us. The poem's title is The Palestinian Statehood Sham, A Donkey Heads to the Den of Vipers. Jonathan, we'd like to welcome you tonight to our podcast. Would you uh, just give us a little bit about your background and what made you decide to write a poem? Now, you're not a Palestinian, but your father is Iraqi and your mother is Jewish, so that's an interesting combination. Welcome, Jonathan. Well, uh, salam to all of you, and thank you so very much for having me on. It's an honor. Yes, my my father comes from the land of Kufa, and Kufa has been a hub for resisting tyranny for more than 1,400 years, since the martyrdom of Imam Hussein, alayhi salam. And the majority of my family members died fighting the British in the Great Iraqi Revolution of 1920. So I guess you can say that the idea to combat oppression and the human need to fight tyranny when one is being suppressed and repressed is something that flows in my veins. And uh, my mom, she is of uh, Russian and Moroccan Jewish descent. And unlike the majority of the American Jewish community, and by majority I do mean the overwhelming majority, My mom is also fervently anti-Zionist, and I do not mean that in the fake or mainstream way. My mom completely and totally opposes the existence of Israel, the Zionist entity. She completely and totally opposes the placement of these Jews from not only Europe but from the Arab world on the Holy Land of Palestine And my mom is also fervently anti-Jewish supremacist, which obviously is the guiding ideology behind Zionism. So as as a Muslim, first and foremost, Palestine is something that is very dear to my heart because of Al Quds, Jerusalem. We as Muslims are denied from even setting foot in holy Al Quds, but Jews from all over the world, as long as they pledge their allegiance to the Zionist entity, they can go there. So... Obviously, just simply from an Islamic perspective, Palestine needs to be liberated so Muslims can go there freely. And I must not forget that our Christian brothers and sisters, including you brothers, are unable to go to, to Holy Al-Quds and, and pray and walk where uh, Jesus, alayhi salam, walked, unless you are from the Christian Zionist persuasion. So much of my work, which can be found at maskofzion.com, uh, deals with Palestine in one way or another, and the power of international Zionism and Jewish supremacism. And the poem that uh, you brothers asked me to read for you tonight, The Palestinian Statehood Sham, A Donkey Heads to the Den of Vipers, 
the reason why I wrote this poem is because prior to the advent of Zionism in 1948, or we can even say prior to the Zionist concept that was developed by the racist rabbi Moses Hess in his book, Rome and Jerusalem, more than 40 years before Theodore Herzl even came onto the scene. Before this, this idea dominated European Jewry, Muslims and Christians and the small Jewish community that lived in Palestine lived in harmony. And even the Jews throughout the Arab world, in Iraq and Morocco and Egypt uh, and Lebanon and Syria, and Jordan, for that matter. They all lived in peace and harmony. And then this, this usurping force invades Palestine from Europe, these Jewish terror gangs and these Zionist militias. In 1948, from 1947 to 1948, they perpetrate al-Nakba, the catastrophe in Arabic. And they drive nearly 800,000 Palestinians from their homes and murder more than 10,000 Palestinians in the process with the worst and maybe the most famous massacre being Deir Yassin. And all lands, all lands, these are all lands, these are the lands of humanity. All lands were ethnically cleansed and these colonizing European Zionist Jews settled right there. And then in 1967, Israel launched its preemptive war on Syria, Jordan, uh, and Egypt, and the rest of Palestine, and culminating with the attack on the USS Liberty that murdered 34 American servicemen. And they took the remainder of Palestine with the West Bank, Al-Quds, and uh, Gaza, the Gaza Strip. So every inch of Palestine, every inch, has now been colonized by this usurping Zionist entity. So for Mahmoud Abbas, whose term as president has already expired, making him unelected, Salam Fayed, who is Mahmoud Abbas's second-in-command, was appointed by the U.S. and the EU and approved by the Zionist regime. These people do not speak for Palestinians. The only democratically elected power in Palestine is the Islamic resistance of Hamas, only Hamas. So for Mahmoud Abbas to go to the UN, which we all know here, and I'm sure a great majority of your listeners know, was created with Zionist banking money, and who know that the UN has watched the Zionist entity commit one massacre after another against the Palestinians, against the Syrians, against the Egyptians, carry out illegal airstrikes on Iraq, carry out assassinations of Iran's nuclear scientists and fund terror groups to wage uh, fourth-generation warfare inside Iran. The Zionist regime is the most criminal regime on the planet, and the UN has never taken action against this entity, ever. It has never stood up for the Palestinian people, ever, or the Lebanese people, ever. So for Mahmoud Abbas, an unelected individual, to go to a, a center of international Zionist power, was a complete and total waste of time. It was an insult to the Palestinian cause, and it, was a, and it was an insult to any Palestinian and any Lebanese, or rather every Palestinian and every Lebanese and every Syrian and every Egyptian and every Iraqi that has been murdered by the Zionist entity uh, directly or by proxy within the last 64 years. So this poem is, is not only a scathing attack on Mahmoud Abbas and his his shameful bid at the UN, which is nothing more than a great scam and a sham, but it is also an ode to the Palestinian people 
all 8 million refugees and their supporters all over the world that would like to see a liberated Palestine from the river to the sea with not a single Israeli on their land, without Zionism and without military occupation. Wow, well said, Jonathan. I might interject here before you read your poem is that there will be a link on our site to the actual poem. There are a lot of hypertext links of words and concepts that Jonathan brings forth in the poem. So to really get the full meaning of the poem would be best to actually go to the poem and click on the hypertext links. It's, it's quite fascinating what you've done with this poem. Yes, uh, absolutely, brother. And the, and the reason being is that there are a lot of facts uh, and a lot of declarations within the poem. And I tend to do that with the majority of my poetry and the majority of my music. And uh, especially when I write an article, I've, I've developed a name for myself, all praises due to Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, within the movement over the last few years because my research is, is very thorough. So I don't want people to take my word for it. I don't want them simply to hear the poem and say, oh, wow, it's very powerful. Or, oh, wow, it's, his words are so very pretty and so very eloquent. I, I want people to read it, and I want people to educate themselves because the greatest weapon that we have against the international Zionist power structure and the Jewish supremacism that is not only dominating but destroying our planet a little bit more every day is information. Everyone is quite aware that the mainstream media is controlled wholeheartedly, completely, by Zionist Jewry, and they have lost control in recent years because of the growing influence on the Internet. So, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, all who are listening uh, to this wonderful podcast, please do read the poem uh, and read all of the hyperlinks so you can get a, a full picture of the treachery of Mahmoud Abbas, the treason of Mahmoud Abbas, and the horrific crimes that have been perpetrated by the Zionist entity against our brothers and sisters in Palestine. Great. Thank you very much. And we might add, too, that Chuck Carlson from We Hold These Truths has actually written about this sham a couple months ago, and also we have a podcast about Abbas's move to go to the United Nations for statehood for Palestine. So, we at We Hold These Truths are very thankful for Jonathan to give us a poem like this. Jonathan, why don't you read your poem now, please? Absolutely. Again, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, the name of this piece is The Palestinian Statehood Sham, A Donkey Heads to the Den of Vipers. From the Bantistan goes the donkey into the den of vipers while purchasing weapons from the occupier to murder our friends with snipers. Collaborating with the beast on a rabid basis, but you expect us to believe that you will end the crisis? The two-state solution was born dead. Palestine is bleeding and fleeting is more red. You can't resuscitate, reinvigorate, manipulate, or bend the lifeless. You and your clowns are stammering in defense of it, clamoring while the tyrannical attached strings hammered to your appendages. You are not Palestinian. You are from the house of treason. You are from a gaping hole where spies and traitors flow from, worth less than the phlegm spit from the mouth of demons. 
The same demons you welcome in the Bethlehem Annapolis, and you do it so effortlessly, you're the most treacherous of maggots. You let them stain and dishonor where the prophets walked. You are ashamed to the martyrs. Nobody wants to listen to your obnoxious talk. Your presidency is illegitimate. The other puppets are unelected. You're making speeches while our people are murdered by IOF in cold blood, unprotected. Settler extremists invade our villages, churches and mosques, undetected. Desecrate what is holy to us, burn it to the ground with children inside. And what is so monstrous is that they kill us with pride. Amalekites expire and goyim on fire and it thrills them inside. They want us demilitarized. Dead resistance, a dead existence. What they want is us in hell degraded. That's why they built the wall, 709 kilometers, thinking they could demolish us and drown us in a well of hatred. How can you make peace with a people that think a sadistic murderer like Baruch Goldstein should be celebrated? Drunk on the notion that they're chosen, the racist rage of the invaders is strong. 94% of this sick society wanted the strip completely destroyed. 71% wants to see the same for Iran. So nobody cares about your empty speech. Nobody cares about your pretty words. Because you didn't do a damn thing as illegally besieged Gaza's cities burned. Because you watch as the Zionist entity expels us and imprisons our kids. 8,000 in dungeons, 8 million refugees. None of that changes with your sickening and impotent and ridiculous bid. Because you offer rhetoric as our homes are blown up along with our olive groves. Our strawberries and our chickens, our bees and our flowers, they glisten. Now nothing but sorrow flows. This is a joke, a sham, a scam, and an insult to our people. We know you will not defend us when the vultures will creep through. Carry the weight, O oh donkey, for the occupier whose very culture is evil. Oslo all over again, we've seen and heard this game before. We have too much dignity to be tricked by this game of yours. You've already admitted that when the sham is done, you'll go back to negotiations as the animosity grows in our chest. The peace process makes us sick. It's nothing but a comedy show of the West. The United Nations makes us ill, and we will say it loud. We are not going to run today. The United Nations recognized the Zionist entity as the Nakba was underway. 750,000 of us ethnically cleansed. The UN did not care, not scream, did nothing as the horror unfolded at Der Yassin. You have no right to call us pessimistic, crazy, or cynical because the UN doesn't enforce any resolution against Zionism, never called for the capture of any Israeli war criminal. The UN has never defended us from massacres. In fact, it has prevented us from bettering our lives by enslaving us with UNRWAA. The charade is what you're offering, a jettison from fighting a shard of malevolence or crime. The UN did nothing to protect the freedom flotillas. Instead, it insulted its victims by giving freedom to killers. You are stealing away our right of return so you can hold power. Well, this is a wake-up call, donkey. Enjoy the cold shower. For 63 years, we have been murdered and ethnically cleansed, colonized, occupied, and tortured by these morbid racists who are nihilists. We have fought and survived. We have been more than patient and defying it. So we refuse to be ruled in a bantistan by a donkey who enjoys security coordination with the Zionists. We refuse to recognize apartheid. We refuse to recognize land theft. 
Zionism is Jewish supremacism. There is no right wing, no damn left. Every degree of this vicious ideology is annihilation of us. Anyone who recognizes this entity, just know you have violated our trust. We refuse to bow down to the colonizer. We refuse to accept this disgraceful plight. So keep your rhetoric, keep your fake state while we take our rights. We bleed for this land, so give us death in prison. Eternal no to the Zionist entity, an eternal no to its recognition. We have blazed spit and a raised fist for those house Arabs who say the Zionist regime will not lose. How dare you brainwashed fools acknowledge the supremacist enterprise that has over 30 laws in its system that discriminates and oppresses us just because we're not Jews. All oppressors fall. Zionism is in this category, too. We recognize the sacrifice of our martyrs in the afterlife, basking in a splash of light. Every battle story is true. So donkey heed the words. We will not follow you to the concert hall where oblivion sings, where there will only be another hellish Palestinian winter, not a Palestinian spring. We choose resistance. We choose life. We don't choose your dumb fate. We choose Palestine. Tahya Palestine. We choose one state. We choose right of return. We choose equal rights. We choose an end to this miserable 63-year occupation. We choose leaders who will see the light. And if they will not lead, then we will. We will not be silent. We will not be still. Do we really need to name them all, the whole lot of atrocities, in addition to the home demolitions of friends in prison, sexual abuse, the inability to move, and the aquifer robbery? From Janina Al-Aqsa, Sabran Shatila Rakibya, there are grave wounds. Khan Yunus, the Kafir Qasim, Kanna to Abbasiyya, to Zaytun, Al-Jolan to Bint Zabel, Al-Khisas to Bait Naballah, Al-Khalil to Marwahin, Rafa to Ramallah, the Nakba and the Naqsa, Lebanon repeatedly in cast lead. It is only by the grace of above that we are not half past dead. Oh donkey, the decision that you're making is lethal. But we don't expect you to understand your mistake. A donkey cannot relate to an eagle. Mighty Palestinian, we scream defiantly as the status of the king flips. Free Palestine engraved on our wingtips. Don't you dare define our borders. Do you hear us, donkey? Don't you even bother. Tell your Zionist master, sorry, you shouldn't have been their deceitful starter. Because Palestine isn't the West Bank, Al-Quds, and bleeding Gaza. Palestine is everything from the river to the sea. No holy Arab land, no Zionism in between. Palestine is Yaffa, Nasra, Akka, Safar, Haifa, Lifta, Al-Lud, Al-Zdud, and Naqab. We will not mince our words. We don't care if they aren't televised. The usurping Zionist entity is something that we will never recognize. We bleed for this land. So we repeat, go ahead and give us death or prison. Eternal no to the Zionist entity and eternal no to its recognition. This land is for our children and for it we will struggle in this forever mission. Infinite rejection of the Zionist entity and infinite no to its recognition. Liberation is our collective name, and we will forever fight for this gift. We will never give up. We will one day regain our light and its bliss. Only holy Palestine, our beautiful, has the right to exist. Wow. Thank you, Jonathan. What an inspirational and heartfelt poem and powerful. And we again ask anyone that's listening, be sure to, to look at the hypertext links because there's a lot of history the documents, what Jonathan has said in this very, very powerful poem. Yes, thank you so much, Jonathan, for coming on, and we hope 
hope that this poem gets heard and read far and wide, at least to thinking people. We know there are a few thinking people around the world, and that's where we're getting people listening all over the over the globe with our broadcast. So we don't know where they'll land. Inshallah khair, Ya Rab. That means if it is the goodwill of our Lord, it will be heard all over the world. And I pray that it inspires many people, not only from our side of the aisle, but from the other side of the aisle. And, you know, I am in the middle of working on another very important piece about the solidarity movement and their tendency to accept Jewish and Israeli voices into the struggle, into the movement, just so you can sell it better, for lack of a more eloquent phrase, because it's really what you're doing. You're attempting to sell the Palestinian struggle to people so they can wake up and see the crimes against humanity committed against our people. And sometimes, sometimes it can be very short-sighted, because by allowing Israeli and and, uh, Jewish voices into the movement, they are overtaking it. And instead of fighting for Palestinian rights and the liberation of Palestine from the river to the sea, it then becomes basically a shadow front for protecting the Zionist regime. So what this poem really is, brothers and sister, is that it is a, a wake-up call to everybody that there is only one way to support Palestine, and that is the recognition of holy Palestine, historic Palestine, from one end to the other, no occupation, no settlers, no Zionism, and most importantly, it is for the Palestinian people to decide their fate, not the UN, not the Zionist regime, not the international Jewish power matrix, not uh, liberal Jews within the solidarity movement that uh, still have some sort of affection or affinity for the Zionist regime because of the horrible Zionist and Jewish supremacist propaganda that they were raised with for their entire life. This is about the Palestinian people. And whoever the Palestinian people want to live on their land with them is their choice. So until we start recognizing the Palestinian right, not only for freedom, not only for mokoamma, for resistance, but for true self-determination, then you're not helping their cause, and you're not helping our cause in the struggle against international Zionism. So I pray that the poem will not only serve as an education, but a wake-up call. Inshallah khair, ya rab. Thank you again, Jonathan. We, again, appreciate your very passionate reading of this, and we can see it is very heartfelt. And that's why we uh, at We Hold These Truths and other organizations throughout the world are championing the uh, cause of, of the Palestinians because they have been unjustly mistreated, usurped, usurped all the adjectives that you used uh, in your poem. And we thank you so much for joining with us. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tell a friend about our podcast. And please visit our website, whtt.org. You will find a wealth of information and resources like the latest Pharisee Watch and unheralded news articles. Also, you can order our new video, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1. Even though this video is copyrighted, we don't mind if you copy it as long as you copy all of it. Then you can educate your friends and acquaintances 
about the dangers of Christian Zionism. Start small, think big, and press on toward the straight gate.